This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Me so much, but I think uh, I think I have an answer. You'll tell me if you have an answer too. You ready? You can email me, Rabbi Palachi at gmail.com. R A B B I Palachi P A L A C C I gmail.com. If you have a good answer, if you have if you have if you have a good answer, please let me know. You ready? Listen to the question. This is bothering me over Shabbat, so I'm coming home. Thank you. Scam is both for me. Scam is both. So uh, I'm coming home. I get home and I'm thinking about this question. They, when, when, when the Jews, the, the Bnei Sale gets to the sea, they start telling Moshe, like, what do you do? You brought us here to die in the, in, in, in the ocean? We could have died in Egypt. That's what they say, right? So my question is like this. They just saw the craziest, the craziest, uh, uh, um, Makot, Dam, Svardea, Kinim, all these wild, wild miracles that basically changed the face of the earth, changed nature, changed everything. So why are they scared now? They're like, what should we do? They don't think that God will make a crazy miracle for them and save them? They, he has been saving them the whole time till now. Correct? Yes or no? Makes sense? See, he's been saving them the whole entire time till now. Every single makkah, think about it. Everybody had damn blood. The Jews were the only ones who didn't have blood. Everybody, every animal died, except what? Except the Jewish people. Everybody, you understand what I'm trying to say? You get my point. Barad, when it came down, every single Barad was exactly amored. You can have two Jews. They were, uh, you have one Jew and one Egyptian. They're walking together. Uh, they're walking literally the same time. All of a sudden, going out, the Egyptian gets gets whacked, and and and, and the Egyptian trying to hide from the from the from the barad. Boom, boom, boom. He hides behind the Jew. Boom, hits hits the, hits the Egyptian. You see that God's protecting them the whole entire time. You see it. There's so many exactly who's dying. The bechor of the Egyptians. I don't understand. You think that God's not going to save them now? Hear my question. Valid. Huh? Makes sense. So you want to hear my answer? You have an answer? If you have an answer, again, if you have an answer, email me the answer. If I like it, Hashem, I mention your name. Authority time, I mention your name. This is so-and-so said this answer. But you hear the question. It's a solid question. Think about it. Up until now, they, 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 they see God's hand for 10 makot. Every single makah is greater than the next. And all of a sudden now they're saying, oh, you took us here to die? What are you talking about? You don't have faith in God right now? That God will make a miracle? I don't know what miracle. Just because you don't think what's going to happen, how can a miracle happen? It'll happen. There's many situations that happen in life where you'll see, all of a sudden you didn't know how it will turn out, and boom, you see, wow, how did that turn out? It's crazy. It's wild. Wow. It's, it's a wild thing. Like sometimes you see, zivug, shiduch. Did shiduch, when we did shiduch, right? How did it even happen? Like what? I never thought of that. Boom. It's a wild thing. So things so B'nai Sale at this point should know that God's been saving them up until now. You think that God's not going to save them now? Come on, come on. So I think the answer is that a lot of times in life, a person forgets. Forget. Sometimes a lot of times in life, a person goes into a different situation, and it's like he forgets how God took care of him over here, God took care of him there, God took care of him there. He just, he just, it's automatically you forget a little bit. Of course, you know, but it's in the back brain. It's not in the tip of the brain. So therefore, a person forgets. Therefore, he thinks, "Oh my goodness, what's going to happen now?" I'll tell you. I'll tell you like this: If a person's in business 
Any person that's in business, guaranteed, ask your fathers, ask anybody, ask any businessman, go ask them, did you have bumps in the road? Every businessman will say, you don't know. You don't know how many bumps. Amazon closed this account, and then they, they closed that, and then all of a sudden it opened, it did this, it did that. You know what God's doing? God's just showing you, I saved you so many times. What makes you think I won't save you again? I'll do it again. I'll save you again. But what? He wants you to have that emunah in him in advance to remember on the tip of your brain if anything ever happens, I'll be there for you. I have a relative of mine. And um, and he's in the 40s. He's a very big businessman. And he told me, one night he came to the shul. And he tells me, I'm not worried. I said, what do you mean? Not worried about what? He says, one of my biggest accounts told me that he's looking... To buy elsewhere. So I think I can get a cheaper rate. I'm going to buy somewhere else. And it's a big account. And he tells me, I'm not worried. And I feel so good. So what does that mean? He says, I've been business for 20 years. I've seen where each time a buyer stopped buying from me. And I was nervous. I didn't know what to do. I said, Hashem, please help. I didn't know. And then Hashem sent another buyer exact amount of money that I was losing in that account, another boy bought came in that account. So even though right now, I don't know what's going to happen. This is a big buyer. But guess what? I do know. I have, I have faith in God. He saved me so many times that it's in the tip of my brain right now that somebody else is going to replace that buyer. And I, I, don't, I don't mind. It's an amazing thing. You know Steve the barber? You know you know my barber Steve? Right? So so one time, he has, he has a customer that comes every every like, I think it's twice a week. Is that crazy? You know? I'm not joking. Like, you know those guys, they have to have their hair exact. You know what I'm talking about? There's one thing over there, huh? Get me back to Steve the Barber. Boom, boom. Exact. Get me exact. It's true, by the way. Some people don't like that. By the way, the Gemara says, a king has to take a, 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 he has to have a haircut every day. Melech It says, uh, it says a king has to take a haircut every day. Meaning he has to make, he look fresh. If he doesn't, he doesn't need. But if he needs, a kohen gadol, once a week. He has to look fresh. Right? So you see, there's a concept of looking fresh, right? Of course, coach your haircuts. But at the end of the day, he, he, he has this customer that comes to him and he, and he bowls out. He, he drops down, you know, here's a crazy tip. And he tells, he tells me, oh my god. He said, boom. One day he tells me, you know, the guy came in and I was there and he's telling Steve, um, um, you know, this, that, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it anymore by you. I'm going, uh, I'm going to somebody else and, uh, whatever. I'm sorry. And this, that. And, uh, he left. I said, Steve, how are you feeling? You guys just lost a customer twice a week. Guy, guy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like a clockwork. What's going to be? He's like, I'll tell you, to be honest with me, with you, I'm not nervous at all. So what do you mean? You lost a good customer. You know, it is it's like $100 a week for just, you know, cutting hair, you know, pretty good, no? Like maybe 2 150 to go like this, come away. So he tells me, I'm not worried at all. So how are you not worried? He said, because there's been so many times where customers bailed out on me. And I had a customer that would come weekly, twice a week, or bi-weekly, every other week. And I would see he that somebody else just came in and replaced it, so I'm not worried at all. Hashem sent me him, Hashem sent me another one. So how was he able to overcome that? By knowing on the tip of his brain that God is always there no matter what situation. He's just testing you to see if you're going to have faith in him or not.
That's all a test, by the way. Business, by the way. Chol says, why do you have to do? Why does the person have to? Hashem can put you man every single day. You have man in front of your door. You walk outside. He did it. He did it for forty years. He can't do it now. He can do it. He can do it. The navi they would hold the man. You know, they had a, they had a package. They would hold the man. The navi would hold the man. So for years, it would pass down for generations. If he died, the navi, the next navi held it. The next navi. And if somebody came, what about you, Zubanaza? Say, come, 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 come. He jumped the showcase, opened up, this is the mind that they had for 40 years. You think God can't pr- provide for you? Yeah, what do you want? One guy, how many kids do you have? 10 kids, two seconds, two seconds. Tomorrow morning, you have every, every, everything you need. And Shem Chazi, Shem Chazi, make you, uh, uh, make you, make you not eat. He has everything. So that's exactly the point. The point I'm trying to make is that the people of Israel, at the time of the Yamsuf, you're right, God saved them. But now, what's gonna happen now? But it had to be that if the whole entire time it's in the tip of your brain that Hashem always always is protecting me. Hashem Adonai Tilcha Adonai Shomrecha. Hashem is your your Shemira. Hashem is your shadow. Hashem is always with you. So automatically you will never be afraid. And guess what? He wouldn't open up the Yamsuf until somebody did an action. They had to do a maaseh. What was the maaseh that they did? They walked in the ocean, not knowing what's going to be. Not knowing if it's going to open, not knowing what's going to happen, and guess what? It split because of that. One of the reasons why it split was because Hashem saw their bitachon in him. You have bitachon in me? I'll open it for you. There was a story in the times of Yoel ben Putiel. Yoel ben Putiel. It's a Gemara in Mesechatani, the first panic. I believe it's Dav Zayin. It says over there that in the times of Yoel ben Putiel, there was no rain. They know what to do. There was no rain. They didn't know what to do. They had a little bit seeds left. You know, you can you can survive on seeds. You can live on seeds. This is what they had left. They just had seeds. They just had seeds. Seeds. You know, uh, they, they, so the Navi said, it started raining in Nisan, like April time. It started raining. And the Navi says, it started to rain. Everybody take your seeds and go plant it in the ground. So they look at the Yoel Ben Fudil and says, what are you talking about? If we put it down in the ground, that's all we can eat. We're not going to have any food. This is what we're living on. What are you kidding me? Is it better to live an extra day or to die earlier by planting it in, not having any food to to, to eat for, for, for who knows when? He says, even so, Hashem said, the plant don't have faith in God. Plant. It doesn't have my name. Wow, from Hashem, go plant. So okay, if that's what Hashem says. And they, in their mind, they don't know what's going to happen. They, they get, if, if that tree doesn't grow, they're dead. They're dead. They dig, they dig in the ground, and they found food. Rashi says this, by the way. Rashi says, from, uh, you know, animals, some animals, they store food underneath the ground. You know, you know what I'm talking about? They store food like animals, like rodents, things like that. They, 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 they pick and they, and they, and they hide for the, for the, they, they hide for the winter. They, they put underneath. So they found food that the, that the rodents hid. Imagine. They found, I know it's disgusting, I know you like that, but I'm telling you what happened. But at the end of the day, oh guys, they washed it. They washed it, whatever it is. I mean, they didn't have water, so how did they wash it? I mean, why well, wash it with earth? I don't know what, I don't know what they did. But at the end of the day, they fa- the bottom line is, they found food. That's the bottom line. And they survived, and it says that God made a miracle that what took six months to grow, they grew in 11 days. Gemara says it took 11 days. And you know the Korban Omer? The Omer is, uh, the, 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 the Omer, Korban Omer. What's the Omer? We do all, get, get, the, the Omer with the Ayin. 
the omer, the korban omer. You know how you speak about the omer? They take the korban. They were able to have enough wheat, wheat and barley. They had enough to give the korban omer even from the barley. They had enough to give the korban omer from the crops. They had enough to give the korban omer. How did they do that? Hashem said, you had bitachon in me? You had trust in me? Because you had bitachon in me, I'm going to show you miracles. And that's the same thing what happened in Kerai Yamsuf. Because you showed your faith in me, I'm going to show you miracles. So a lot of times in life, you have to know, if you if you just trust in Hashem so much, that will be able to change your uh, 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 whole aspect in life. And I'll end off with this. There's a famous story about Nachumish Gamzu. You know the famous story of Nachumish Gamzu? Why they call him? Why they call him Nachum Ishgamzu? Why Why they call him that? Because any time something happened, he would say Gamzu Latova. This is a Gemara in Mesechet Taanit, third Perek. Uh, I gotta show off a little bit of it. <laughs> third Perek, um, Kaf, Kaf Aleph Amur Aleph on the bottom. Nachum Ishgamzu story. This is what he says. So one time they were going. They were. They were. They were. Uh, bringing a gift to the king, and they're so excited. They bring a gift to, to one of the kings to, to say, "Look, look how good the Jewish people are. We're giving you a, a gift." And on his way, he had to stay at a, like an inn, like a hotel. And in the hotel, they saw that this guy is walking in. The, the, the rabbi is walking in, but they, they said, "What do you need? You need to save the treasure." Okay, no problem. We'll put it in the in the, in, in, in the safe over here. We'll put it for you. Don't worry. They didn't have back in the day safes in the room. Now you go, Albert. You you have the safe in your room. You know, you put the Dakota. Back in the day, they didn't have like a luxurious uh, uh, hotel safe. Hey, you give it to the guy. No, don't worry. Trust me. Well, we'll have the safe. So they take it, but these guys are not trustworthy. They open up. They see all gold and silver and diamonds. They're giving it to the king. So what did they do? They took off all the gold and silver and diamonds and they filled it up with what? Dirt. So now it feels heavy. So the next day when Nahomish Gamzu is going, he says, I need my item to give it to the king. I need my item. So they give him the things. Oh, this is, this is Hadid. He's going to give the item. And the king opens up, the emperor opens up, and the emperor sees what? Dirt. These Jews, they want to embarrass me. This is the gift they're giving me. I'll kill him and I'll kill all the Jews. You know what he says right at the spot? Gamzu letova. This is good. Whatever God does is good. Imagine. Imagine right now the kid, the emperor says, I'm killing you and all the Jews. He said, Gamzu letova. It's brought down the second he said, Gamzu letova. The second he said, Gamzu letova. Hashem sent Eliyahu Hanavi in the room, dressed as one of the emperor's head head guys, and said, my dear king, maybe this is the dirt that Abraham Avinu used when he was fighting Sedom. He took the dirt, and whatever he would throw, it turned into arrows. It turned into, you know that. He took the dirt, Abraham, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. He took, he took the dirt, and he would throw it at the enemy, and it would turn into arrows. Grenades, boom, boom. You guys think the grenades just came? Uh, Ramah Vino's time. They took a, uh, they took a, they, 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 they got a piece of dirt, boom. The guy, ah! <laughs> he went, he went, he went flying. You know? The guy went flying. Uh, boom. So they said, maybe, maybe this is the dirt of what? Of Abraham Avinu. So what did they do? They went ahead. They took the, they took the, the, they said, let's test it out. There was one enemy that they couldn't beat. They took that, tr- that, that treasure box of all dirt and they threw it at the enemies and they won. 
Oh, the Jews were so good. He came back and he says, Wow, the emperor says, take all this gold and silver. We love the Jews. We're making good decrees for the Jews. You hear what's going on? Now, there's a, I believe this is Mahashad. There's a lot of Mephashim explained. What school did, 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 did Nahomish Gamzu get that he was able to have such a miracle that Eliyahu comes down? He said, because in the hardest time, he said, Gamzu the Tovah. This is the best thing that could ever happen. Gamzu the Tovah. So if any time a person in a situation, Say, I will it change or not? I can't guarantee. But one thing, it's good. You're saying that. I had um, my, my little daughter. She's like nine years old. She was missing her shoe. You know what it is for a nine-year-old? Where everybody's leaving. She's missing her shoe. Daddy, I gave her my shoe. Daddy, I gave her my shoe. You get, you get crazy, you know? I tell her, did you say, Did you say, Say, this is good. Say it right now. But me, she said it. I said, but you didn't mean it. Say it like you mean it. Everything is good. Hashem, whatever you do is good. Scream it. She says, And I go look for your shoe. I was, I was hoping Hashem will be on my side of that one. And guess what? She goes upstairs. Yeah, daddy, I found my shoe. So yeah, you see, you see, Hashem will make miracles even at the time where you know what's going to happen. But if you would say the words, this is good. Hashem will turn it around. It's be like, wow, this is, this is it. This is it. It's true. Try it. T- try it. There's, there's, there's two things. Shaharuch says, Rabbi Akiva would say, call man David Rahmana, letav avid. Whatever God does is good. There's no bad that comes from Hashem. There's no bad. There's no such thing as bad. You think it's bad? It's good. I, how can it be good? You, you, you clean the whole entire time? You, you're 100% clean? So now what happens? You get a brand new car. Hadid, you got the Range Rover, crazy tinted windows with the chrome rims, everything. You, you park it. Excited. Come back. You see the guy next to you. You know, he was opening up the door. Boom, bah! He did it. Ah! You're flipping out. I just got the brand new car. What are you talking? And it's a true story that happened, by the way. One of the guys in the, in the Knees, he didn't get a, he didn't get a range. He got a Jeep, Jeep Cherokee, but I wanted to make it fancy for you. So yeah, so he got a range. So it was a Jeep Cherokee. He says, Rabbi, I'm going crazy. I just got it. This, that, that from the shop. What's going to be? Da, 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 da. I tell him, I have to know. Right now, this is what it is. You didn't do any sin in your life. Hashem says, I'm going to wipe it down here. You don't have to take it in the next world. Wipe it down here. I don't think in the next world. They say, the Hafez Haim's happy, one of the happiest, I heard this from Muhammad Yosef himself. I was in the Shi'ur, I heard it from Muhammad Yosef's mouth himself. I was in the class. And he said, one of the happiest days where Hafez Haim is flying high and so happy and this, what was it? It was one day, one day he said, Hafez Haim, he had an overcoat. And by accident he, he fell and he tripped over steps and it was in front of a recess and you know how the like the young young kids, the eighth graders, whatever it was, they all they all laughing. Ah, he fell. Ah. He got up and he's imagining a little bit, right? He was he was going on so happy, happy. So what are you so happy about? What are you so happy about? Says I know if any uh, uh, um, uh, discomfort happens to a person in his life, he knows. To think, that's what it is. There's nothing bad that can happen to you in your life ever. Nothing. Everything God does is good. There's no such thing as coming bad. So now you're going to tell me, Rabbi, but we say, in this world, we say, if something bad happens, we say, Baruch Dayan Ha'emet. God is the true judge. Right? However, in the future when Shia comes, there's going to be, 
one berakha of it. Baruch hatov v'hametiv. You'll see in the future, everything was the best, nothing better that could happen ever, like this happened. Nothing better. And if it would happen other ways, wow. Uh, Victor Miller says, he says, that there was three times in his life, I'm sure he knows more, I'm saying, but he said, I heard three times in his life, he said, if this would have went through, my life would have turned around completely. Baruch Hashem, Hashem rejected this opportunity, and my whole life turned around completely because I got rejected for whatever, whatever it was. And therefore, a person has to understand, and he has to feel, and has to know, and he has to feel in his being, everything is good. God does nothing bad. And this is a great lesson that we have to learn. Keep with us. Enjoy the shiur. Review it. Review the shiur. Send it out. For, for only good things. Only good things. Say that gamzul tovah. You'll see things changing. Why? I say gamzul tovah. Boom. That's what happens. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.